Welcome back to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse. And today we're joined by our guest, uh, comedian Katie Boyle. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, pleasure's all ours. It's finally uh, nice to finally meet you. I've uh, heard you on so many podcasts. I've watched a lot of your material. Love it. And uh, it's cool to finally sit down and actually have a conversation with you and pick your brain about comedy, as we were just talking about before we're off the air. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, Sounds great. <laughs> so uh, g- can you give our audience like an idea of where, where you mainly perform and stuff? Um, well, I guess Manhattan, Club mainly stand up New York, um, recently Eastville and then just shows the city depends on where I am. Like last night I was at, oh, QED, there's this comedy club in Astoria that I do a lot. Okay. Um, I was there and then I was at Broadway. So it, it's just different every night because there's all there's a sh- fucking every bar has a show. So, yep. Um, like tonight I'm in the city and then I'm in Williamsburg. So that's it. That's awesome. I mean, it's, it's good to hear, as we also said just before, uh, off, off mic here, you know, comedy is coming back to life. It seems like after shut down for a bit. It's busy. Yeah. It was full capacity last night. So that was a lot of fun. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Does it feel like it missed a beat at all in terms of like the audiences and are, are they, coming out and laughing again like or is it sort of a, a new crowd people kind of getting back into it hesitant like do you get a feel at all of that no i think that they're happier because they've been uh, deprived of live entertainment so they're like it seemed like last night especially in the full capacity um my voice has gone to shit because of allergies so if it just breaks that's why yeah i, but, I feel um, you on the allergies i got yeah. like a Feel the pollen behind me here too, so it's not helpful. <laughs> yeah, I'm sneezing because of that virtually. Fuck, um, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, the city is crazy. There's no, I, I didn't have um, allergies in my country, but anyway, uh, yeah, no, they seem great. They seem like they're happy to be out. To be honest, Good. it was all young people, so they were like, unlike like I said to you guys off air, there was shows the whole time. They were just outdoors, right? Mm. Which, which is a, a different vibe. Um, and I, I I would love to see a rooftop show. I'm at, I'm in uh, San, near San Francisco, so I'm actually about it's about time to start fucking looking for things to go to and things to do. Things are opening back up now. Yeah, hundred percent. Like the only difference I would say is that in a comedy club it's dark, so people who are insecure about the way they laugh or whatever, they'll laugh. So in the outdoor stuff, it's usually bright, and they might take a second, but usually it's fine if you're just like if you're good, you know, if you're good at what you do, it's grand, but. I do know that a more intimate setting is just better for comedy, like a comedy club, because it's dark and you're kind of just, it is like, it's more that vibe to just like everybody laugh their heads off. Right. The, the weirdest one was that I saw during the uh, pandemic was the car comedy where people (laughs) were like, it was like a drive in, they'd honk and flash their lights and shit. That's a little, (laughs) yeah, that That was worst. (laughs) That was better. No, that was better than the zoom shows. The zoom shows were the absolute worst. Like that. I I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you at all. Really? You've probably seen better ones than I have. Honestly. I mean, (laughs) I've done maybe a thousand zoom shows. I did a couple of car shows. The car shows are fine because it's like, but you have to literally get up and be like, okay, honk your horn when you think something's funny because you don't hear them laughing. At least on a zoom show, 
you can turn it so you see the whole audience you can hear them laughing and mm. they have their cameras on so it's and you don't even have to i don't have to like right now i'm in my pajamas so it's the same as podcast it's true fine. yeah yeah and if you're yeah, used to that podcast kind of format then you know how to kind of work with it and roll with it and not expect that room full of laughter you know and just keep keep hitting but you do get laughter like anyone who says that they're you just adapt it's the same but they do they turn on their cameras um and they laugh so that's way better we must have been talking to some unfunny people then (laughs) (laughs) well i didn't even think about how because i never saw the car shows i didn't even think about you can't hear them fucking laughing they're flashing headlights at you how fucking weird is that I mean, if you know you're not bombing, but it feels like bombing. So it's hard to tell your brain, whereas at least in a Zoom show, you just switch it to gallery. You either if they're muted, you can see them laugh or and a lot of time they're not muted. If you've got a good host, whoever's running it, any of the ones I did for the most part, um, the host would be like, turn on your, you know, you turn off your mic, make sure you laugh or these people will kill themselves. And so it's great. (laughs) Nobody killed. No, maybe some people, but. Nobody they, they had the camera off. Didn't you didn't see, see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for the comedians. Yeah. But um. But yeah. No. So Zoom's grand. I think. Like, it took a while to get into it, but I did a million of them, and it was good money. So. Good. Anybody? Who oh, that's cool. Yeah. You guys cool. kept me. It kept me through the pandemic. So. Nice. And and it was probably a way to yeah keep actually working on material and stuff like that too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, doing different countries. I like was able to do shows from Ireland, let's say, like uh, people had me on their shows there and stuff. So nice. Or like uh, you're in San Francisco. My friend runs a bunch of shows in Oakland. So he was oh, doing cool. shows. So I was able to do that. So it's like, and then a Kansas City one. So, oh, wow. and then people always tip as well. And then they, you get paid. So, and then the corporate gigs are like good money as well. My friend was running a bunch of corporate ones. So, yeah, it was good. It forced me to work on clean material because I never do clean material. So, <laughs> Mm, yeah fun battle there uh, yeah no, i guess isn't the good self-promotion without having to travel too is pretty kick-ass like yeah. as you're talking about it i'm like damn that's pretty awesome you don't have to fucking go to san fran you don't have to go here there you're just yeah, the you're travel cost of those people yeah and then when i do go thing. there's going to be people who follow me because of that show who'll come out to a show yeah. ideally but not a lot <laughs> yeah but still yeah you got a little bit of a start yeah yeah, so I'm. I wouldn't want it more than the clubs and real life, but I take it over a truck show any day. <laughs> it's it's weird the hierarchy that's kind of evolved out of quarantine for this. Yeah, yeah, like imagine getting up and getting dressed, going outside into COVID. Not that I was ever personally afraid of it, but and then just bombing. You're not technically bombing, but that's exactly it. Feels like because you can't even see because they have the, they have their headlights that you can't even see their face. You're in the headlights, right? I mean, oh, that's it's the all. Phrase. And then it's a second before they beep. So you're like just standing there and then they're and then they beep and you're like, what is going on? This is awful. It's probably yeah. just feel like you're you're in the middle of the fucking road and you move need to move <laughs> yeah. or something. Beep, yeah, beep, how beep. you stand the rift when you feel like you're in a traffic jam? Like what? Yeah, sir. <laughs> it's I mean, it's weird to see everything that's come out of it. It's good to hear that there's some positivity, you know, because I feel like the perspectives that we were hearing were more, you know, along the lines of oh, I, I would rather be at, you know, the live shows. I would rather be doing this. I'd rather be doing that. There was a lot yeah. of that during this. I'm different because I'm like ridiculously positive and I put a good spin on everything. Like even when people were complaining about the pandemic, like mm-hmm. I don't speak to my mother because she's complete. Uh, she's very abusive. But mm-hmm. I was like, this is Grant. I lived with her for 18 years. I can fucking do this. So I just put everything in perspective. So even with the comedy, I was like, you just adapt. Like, yeah. you know, we never had a lot of comedians who are performing 
most nights and doing podcasts during the day and a lot have a part-time job because it's just not feasible unless you're going on the road all the time. And if you want to be in New York, you don't want to be going on the road all the time. So with the pandemic, it was a chance to like focus on your internet presence and stuff. So that's why I was just like, we're just getting a chance to focus on other stuff and improve other skills. So that's awesome. That, that's a, a, the right way to look at it. Honestly, it's mm-hmm. the, this past like year, year and a half, however long it's been going on. If people take it for, you know, reflection and working on like another part that you wouldn't have otherwise, that's, that's golden. That's the way to spin it. Honestly. Yeah, I like, your, I like your perspective, Katie. <laughs> I know it can be annoying though, because um, my friends are always calling me, trying to be like, um, you know, I'm so sick with comedy, and I'm like, shut up, it's fine, we're doing great. <laughs> we could be dead, like it's like we could be in my country where they've been in a full lockdown since December. So oh, wow, yeah, I'm not gonna. You be spent some position. time back there during the uh, pandemic too, or yeah, for a month. Okay, how was it? It just it was fine. That was yeah. why they went into a full down. You went back? Because you no, not harsh. because of me, but because they were like, <laughs> they were maybe, but they were like partying and having a great time in August uh, and they were out like, you know, and then it just fucking hit real bad. Jeez. What, uh, what are the main differences you would see between like how it was handled there versus how it was handled here? Um, I think Irish people, and if any of them are listening, don't get mad at me, but, uh, don't like being, we don't like being told what to do. So, like they kept being like, just wear your mask. It's just, it really helps. And I was mm-hmm. like, no. <laughs> Why would yeah, I do there's that? some of that in America yeah, too. Oh yeah. oh yeah, but I'm basing it from <laughs> New York, where New York is very like, you know, you'd be ashamed. Even now, they're like, you don't have to wear your masks, and you're like, mm-hmm. I've been fully vaccinated for two months, but like, I'd be terrified someone will shout at me if I'm walking down the street without it. So right. there's more of that. Like I feel like uh, that attitude, and then even in Ireland, everybody was out partying. I guess like sneaking out and going to parties and stuff and spreading it and then in New York it's different because it's more all youngish people so you're not really living with your like I think it's easier for us to come back we're not all like living with old ones does that, mm. make, does that make yeah sense? yeah because I mean if you're out on your own or you have an apartment with like other people your age it's different than if you're going back home to mom dad ground yeah like all that kind of stuff Matt went from New York to uh, we're both from uh, upstate New York originally um, just a little bit above the city but he moved mid-pandemic to the wild, wild south. Yeah, talking about <laughs> savages, like and coming down to from Florida. New York, like you're saying. Oh, like, you live in Florida. I love Florida. I love. Yeah, I love oh yeah, I do too. Oh yeah, I, I we talk give all it kinds shit, of shit but he loves it. it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Ireland's is like Ireland's like Florida of Europe. Kind of. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. I've never heard there. that one. You guys are pretty wild. wild. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like yeah, people. No, it, it was uh, interesting to see that that full perspective of like okay coming from new york where it's like wear the mask and everything's so careful like six feet and then come to florida and it's just like hillbillies you know asshole to asshole like no masks fucking like holding each other like a fucking tonga line or whatever you know where in florida though Uh, i live in orlando which is pretty decent but you go outside of orlando it gets pretty i was thinking about this though man it's it's like the jaws thing where they want to keep it open for the tourism that's oh, yeah. that's oh, the yeah. that's the danger is you gotta keep the beaches open despite the sharks. I loved it though, because I didn't have to deal with like the bullshit of like nothing to do because like that was my that was our favorite mm-hmm. thing. Like we were down here and like there was tons of things to do, you know, because like again, we were younger, we weren't too worried, we weren't like, you know, going back home to mom and dad or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, it was perfect for us to escape that fucking being locked up too. Yeah. Yeah. I never realized the similarities. Shows going on. Yeah, I mean, did Florida you come down Iowa. to Florida for, for shows uh, during the pandemic at all? or? Yeah, I went to Miami. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, because a lot of comedians are coming down here because 
one of the few places they could have gone, you know, for a while there. Yeah, I got like vaccinated before I went because and just because I didn't want people saying stuff to me on Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, and it was great. And it was outdoors and I didn't get the impression of Florida the way everybody's putting it out on the Internet. But I was in Miami and mm-hmm. I don't know. I saw people wearing their masks and it was all outdoors. So I didn't see it as bad as the way people were making it out. But again, maybe I was just there at a quiet week. I don't know. I, yeah, I challenge you to go to the panhandle and see what those people are <laughs> like. All right. Because they're, yeah. diff- they're well, actually, yeah, I did go to people. Fort Lauderdale just to do a show okay. and when we were driving by the bars did all look a bit mental it was much more mental than in where I was in Miami so yeah um, biker bars is that one of the NASCAR areas too Fort Lauderdale Daytona, Daytona, Daytona yes yeah. that's, yeah, that's Daytona's the notorious one they have the biker week they got the NASCAR and it gets wild wild <laughs> I love it there's a lot of a lot of different culture going on down here in Florida <laughs> Oh, so to pivot a little bit, I t- I was listening to your podcast, um, the shift, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Um, you you Good. have some some really interesting conversations with some cool people about uh, sex positive and just uh, different uh, relationship sex type type. You probably explain it better than I can. Well, no, that's it. No, you just you you explained it perfectly. It's Sweet. just relationship, dating, sex, no shame, that sort of stuff. I guess we started it because in uh here in new york it's all very everybody's very sex positive and open with their stuff and in Mm -hmm. ireland it's a lot more shame and quiet and yes that was it we kind of just chatting about the differences between the two and trying to be more open like in ireland it'd be like really embarrassing to be like so open about your sex life and what you're doing and what you like and so that was kind of the point of it we're like if we talk about it comfortably other people hopefully will too um even though i felt a lot of shame the first few episodes was doing it i was like what have i done what have i done (laughs) (laughs) but now it's two years later we we didn't we weren't even talking about sex and we were pretty ashamed of our first episodes anyway so (laughs) don't don't feel too bad on that one no it's 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 good it's great i i love who you're bringing in and the topics that you're discussing um there's some there's definitely some of that uh shame still here like despite how sex positive the u.s is uh, in some places it's there's there's still a lot of that shame as well yeah of course like i'm in new york so again i think new york is different to everywhere else um yeah but i'm like i just think oh yeah i don't know i think if we all just talked about it more i think there's a big fear that if you talk about sex that people will just start fucking everything um whereas actually if you talk about it like i wish if they had told me about like stds and stuff when i was younger and like hiv and all of that i probably would have used condoms or not had sex so young mm-hmm. just if they had been just honest with it and yeah now i wouldn't be paying so much money to get hpv out of me <laughs> graped out of me every year but yep. um but yeah so i think like having those conversations are really good and then people just know more and more what they like and commun- like i came over here and had sex sometimes where i was like horrified because no one told me that those were things that guys like or mm. that that was normal or there's and it's the opposite side some guys are thinking that porn sex is real sex and it is for some people but for some people who don't watch porn that's like it's like it's like walking into a different country and they're speaking a language you've never heard of before mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. that's a shitty analogy i'm very tired but you know what i mean that was, um, that was good i I'm, i okay, love good. a good analogy no, you know, that like, was fantastic I didn't, know, I didn't know about choking as a sexy thing and a couple of guys who cho- like specifically a guy who choked me when i first i thought i literally thought something had snapped in his brain and i thought okay this is it this is how i get murdered oh god so but, you I know but i've never watched on porn no I one was... talks about that in ireland and i was you know yeah. that was six years ago when i first came over so or 
yeah, just things that guys had told me over here that they like. And I was like, I had no idea. Or like guys struggling with keeping your willy hard and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's more talked about, then women will handle that better because they'll be like, you know, instead of being like, oh, is it me? You don't fancy me. And it's like, no, it's just every man, <laughs> most which, men. Which is a great segue to our sponsor, Blue Chew. Um, no. <laughs> no, I think uh, it's important to have these conversations because, I mean, we're reaching people that really don't have a circle that actually even brings these kind of ideals into like the mm-hmm. conversation, which is really wild to think about. Like, you know, somebody could be like getting the first idea of like, oh yeah, sex isn't that bad just from like accidentally downloading your podcast, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. it could be as little as that, like, you know, like the rescue almost. Yeah, I hope so. And it's helped me so much as well. Like in, it's like, I, so we've mm-hmm. also interviewed like sex therapists. Well, I did not masturbate until I moved over here and I wasn't orgasming for a really long time. And now I'm like, woohoo, life's great. Um, but, but you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's just like, um, you know, like listening to all these professionals and stuff and, um, that there, it could be a million different things and just trying it and putting in that effort. But even like we've had therapists on. So I feel like I've gotten so much free therapy where I've been like, oh, okay, that's not how I score. I see why you did the podcast. (laughs) I know. I'd be like, medical care. This this listener wrote in, and I'm like, so anyway, my boyfriend. (laughs) But yeah, no, I think it's like, um, yeah, I I love doing it. I feel very lucky. I think it's like helped me personally (laughs) a lot. So hopefully others do. And just the HPV thing, a few girls messaging, being like they got smears afterwards. Mm -hmm. So I was like, good, fucking get that smear. Yeah. Hey there, friends. It's Local Neighborhood Baby, host of Stress, Depressed, and Anxious Podcast, with new episodes every Monday. Go to the website, stressedepressedanxious.com. There you'll find links to all of your favorite listening platforms so you can download and subscribe. The thing is, mental health illnesses make us feel so alone, like we're on this weird island all by ourselves, screaming at the top of our lungs with nobody around to hear us. But the real truth is, you're not alone. I'm there too. On the podcast, I'll take you through all the intricate, intimate details of my very f***ed up life. We'll be laughing about it, crying about it, and everything in between. Because the truth is, you know what? It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. You just can't see it sometimes. But I'm going to be right there with you in the dark. So go to the website, stressdepressedanxious.com. Download, subscribe, interact. Come join the fun. I'm here. You're not alone. This episode of American Slacker is brought to you in part by Dango Products. Made here in America, they offer wallets, watches, and many other accessories. A couple months ago, I ordered my DO1 Dapper Pen Wallet in their patented DTEX, which is amazing. The DTEX that they've created is a material that is scratch proof, water resistant, and so easy to clean. You know, if you're working out there on the grind, getting your pockets dirty, maybe getting your wallet dirty, this thing will clean up and you can go out in the tux at night and you won't even know the difference. Check out their quality selection of wallets, watches, and other accessories at dangoproducts.com. Use the promo code SLACKER for 10% off your order. SLACKER approved. It, it, the the education in this country is definitely lacking when it comes to healthcare and and sex education. Me and Matt actually went to school together. We had a pretty good health teacher for like one year. I think yeah. she did a lot of the heavy lifting on um, like so what great. we learned. Yeah, but I wouldn't find that being common across the board with most. Unfortunately, you know the system's skewed to where teachers aren't really appreciated. So like, 
you don't end up with candidates that actually give a fuck and want to like actually you know take care of like teaching kids the proper things so that well, it affects then, the generation. And then some states restrict what can and can't be taught <laughs> in a lot in yeah. some cases. So that, yeah, and that's curriculum. just a detriment. It's like oh yeah, let's go put them out in the fucking world without the tools to you know. Yeah. Handle it. Mm-hmm. And then you're making it a taboo. Like we were all having sex when I was younger. Mm-hmm. It was just quiet. We were like quiet about it because of the shame and all. But everybody was like just trying to figure out stuff. But mm-hmm. like a lot of my friends, the first time they had sex was unprotected, and you would just be like, "Ah, oh, scrant," like because it's not a big condom culture. But yeah, I think if you just tell kids exactly the truth, mm-hmm. then they'll have the tools, and they'll be le- and it's not a taboo, and they'll be less likely to put themselves at risk and then Ian was on my podcast Ian Vidance but he said this thing about like then kids are learning from porn which I think is really true and I think that's mm. really bad because then it likes me getting fucking choked not knowing it's like a or even just like um I did date a younger guy and he did watch a lot of porn but the stuff that he was saying to me the way okay wait so he was having this wild porn sex and that's totally fine if you're into that and I was like what the fuck's going on this mm-hmm. is like wild. But he was struggling with keeping a hard on the whole time. And I was like, do you mind if we do my type of sex? Because this is a bit much for me. And when we did my type of sex, which is just slow it down, enjoy mm-hmm. it, kind of go mm-hmm. with the flow, no pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he didn't, he didn't, he was able to keep it hard the whole time. But it's because he was trying to replay this fucking fantasy that doesn't, it's just, it's not real. It's like yeah. watching a, a, watching an action movie and then thinking you can drive off a bridge and be fine. <laughs> I like, you know the differences. It's crazy. Yeah, over, yeah, trying to overcreate like some weird simulation in the brain, like and like, or line up a fantasy yeah. that's never going to be the reality. Yeah. Or I, I on that specific episode, another point that Ian made about how like sometimes fantasies are just fantasies too. Yeah, I thought that was a, a really interesting point where it's like maybe the I don't know in that situation, but like maybe the guy's trying to do this thing and it's really just something that his body's never gonna like really allow him to do, you know? Can't yeah. be fucking circ this away in the bedroom every night. Like <laughs> I know. Oh, I had two girls on. They were saying that about I was seeing this lad and he he would str- I've had a couple of guys who struggle with hard-ons mm-hmm. and um he would want me to do all of this stuff instant. He would never take uh, a pill now this other young lad would take a would take a pill but that i was trying to be like let's try without unless mm-hmm. but this other guy what he refused to and he didn't have a lot of sex in his life and i think he had a lot of shame but um he would want me to do all of these things to help with his hard on and my friends are like exactly like what are you fucking circus to slay because one minute he'd be like okay now fucking lick the balls and then do this and then titty wank this and it'd be all like in between Jesus in between se- i have no tits i can't titty wank both <laughs> and then it's in between sex so we'd be Fucking having sex steven he'd spielberg it. over here yeah and then he'd come out and be like okay can you do this 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 and i'm like don't, what, don't, oh my god oh, can i be dealing with this yeah. nice and, guy though and the communication is kind of at the the base of that all it seems like because it's like if you can't talk about what you want in the first place then how are you ever gonna can't people can't be mind readers Mm-hmm. yeah no communication's yeah. great i had i'm seeing someone now god i'm never gonna have a husband because keep talking about shit like that <laughs> <laughs> i'm seeing it, someone it just now. gotta be cool like, you what know? are you gonna <laughs> fucking say about me on a podcast what are you gonna <laughs> yeah no this guy is really cool he's like he's in good shit he's known me for years so yeah, you know keep so talking him up he sounds like a great dude yeah. No, well, he's like he's he's knows he what he's getting himself involved in. He's <laughs> I'm sure five I'm years. Sure. Come on. <laughs> but other guys, I have to always be like like those two guys I spoke about there. What you what use? I got mm-hmm. permission when I spoke like when I was dating them, and afterwards I was like, I'm gonna talk about this with the. They were like, yeah, it's fine because they were like, um, they're both uh 
pretty modern, if that makes sense. I don't know how to explain. Like, what's the okay. word? Like, I don't know. Maybe narcissists don't give a shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but they were just like, yeah, yeah. If it helps people, like they were. Okay. That's what they said. So I always, because I don't want someone to come murder me at a show. Um, so I always ask for permission. Um, and I, I was going to say that's nice. I feel like a lot of people probably don't, don't do that. Yeah. They'll just change a name or something and kind of roll. Yeah, with it. it's just it's just for my own guilt. Um, but there's one <laughs> there's one guy that I never asked for permission, and he's probably going to turn up and murder me at a show. But it's like my favorite joke. It's my closing joke, and I don't want to ask him because he'll say no. <laughs> Worse. Well, yeah, I mean, if it, if it, if it kills, ago, so. it kills, I guess, right? I know. And it blocked me years ago. And he, he kept calling me the wrong name the couple of dates we went on. He kept calling oh. me Kaylee, and my name is Katie. And he was like totally oh. self obsessed. So I'm not, I don't feel too bad about it, but I do feel like he could kill me. Um, <laughs> but the other guys, I've all asked for their permission. They kind of knew what they were getting themselves involved in and stuff that they've said not to, I've never spoken about, which would be gold, but I haven't because mm. I don't want to die. Mm. But this guy, <laughs> He was going down on me and I was like, what's going on here? So mm -hmm. I was like, can you do this, this and this? And then he did and it was great. And he was like, oh, that was so great. Thank you for giving me direction. And I was like, yeah, well, like, like of course, it's my fucking actual pleasure. Like I mm -hmm. want to orgasm. But he was saying not a lot of people would do that. And I'm like, yeah, I think it's also an onus on women. There's a lot. Of, I, I think there's a lot of pressure on guys sometimes to try and figure out your body. And for women, we don't even know. Most women don't know their body. Mm -hmm. So we need to figure out how to. That's why they should be saying when you're 15, go touch yourself. That's be my <laughs> sex education. Go touch yourself. Honestly, go touch yeah. other people. Touch yourself. <laughs> and I mean, if they're worried about pregnancy or STDs, if you're touching yourself, fucking you're good. <laughs> you, you got that. Sets you up for life. Yeah, it man. makes you happy. makes you more chill. And then you know your body. So when you do have a partner, you're not getting frustrated mm -hmm. with them. They're not trying to fucking figure out a fucking Rubik's cube. Mm -hmm. So yeah, touch yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna get those shirts. Touch yourself. That that'd be a perfect <laughs> shirt right there. Yeah. Well, that it, it's great. I'm I'm looking forward to the episodes that you'll have coming out on uh, on on your show. There is there anything lined up that you're uh, looking forward to, or anything um, that you're looking to do with the show in the future? I have no idea. I keep like running out of topics, but then. Uh, because it's hard it's been two over two years and it's hard thinking of like sex dating topics but mm -hmm. then i just like interview someone and they just ramble off on something that i got, didn't even think we would go to so well, everyone's got their own bag yeah. of shit you know <laughs> to bring yeah, to relationships and stuff so um but yeah so i just keep going with it and interviewing people uh, i did have a matchmaker on from ireland but like someone sent me an angry message about it but i get angry messages all the time but they um, were annoyed that I said, um, well, I said that I think there's more expectation on women to be prettier than men. And I genuinely think that women are better looking than men in the grand scheme. Now, I know the men are, there's a lot of men on Instagram putting work in and they're doing like the workout stuff and all of that. Oh, you've but noticed mine and Matt's work. So <laughs> we appreciate that. Though. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, putting those up. Great. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I, I said like um, that there's a, these guys, I put up a bikini picture and the men of guys who messaged me being like, you need to grow your arse or whatever. And like, I'm like fairly fit. Like I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm do like, I look fine. But mm -hmm. they pick the one thing that they're not happy with. And when you click into their profile, a lot of these guys look like swamp creatures. And oh, so yeah. I said that and she was like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's so unfair to like ugly people. And I was like, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that I'm God's gift. I'm just saying that the expectation on women is too high that you can literally go, well, I don't think that curve on that arse is big enough. And like, what? And you look like you literally rolled out of a forest. And I'm, <laughs> and, I, and I'm not shaming ugly people. I'm shaming people who think that they can comment on other people's looks when like, don't come at me unless you look like fucking 
your man from High School Musical. What's the name? Zach Efron. Even that, they <laughs> took a shot at you. I mean, at yeah. that point, they're fair game, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, if I if I clicked on and they were, like, fucking real fit and stuff, I'd be like, oh, maybe, maybe they'll give me a lesson on squats. I don't know. But it's also like, why? <laughs> why do I have to be perfect? Just because I'm a woman. Like, I don't have to have a, I don't have to have a massive arse, massive tits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, like, like good abs or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. I've take ties. And they're like, okay, but this. I mean, that is fucking impossible to expect mm. that on a woman's body. And those bodies that you're looking at either go there. I I work, do podcasts and I uh, work and I do stand up every night. Where the fuck do I have the time to be doing workout every single day? Like my best friend in Sydney, she's a workout person. And um, her arse is amazing. Her stomach's tiny. Her tits <laughs> look great. But she's doing it every single day. She gets up at 5 a.m. to go to the fucking and then go to work. Like... Uh, and th- that just stresses me out so much that people could just make this loose comment not realizing what the I'm like you you don't even know how to shave your face properly <laughs> <laughs> so I stand by my comments then your woman edited editor her pledge on my Patreon <laughs> yeah. well yeah I mean she oh. I, I feel like that was unwarranted on her part to be defending these uh, swamp creatures as you call them yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, it's probably a, just was, she probably thought it was a comment on ugly people in general, which is not all. And if I, she definitely didn't listen to the whole episode because at the end of the episode, I asked a guy about, so he sets up people on these dates. And I said, how do you do when it comes to attractiveness? Because no, we are attracted to what we're attracted. But I was like, like the guy that I'm seeing now, I would never, I've known him for years. I would have never thought I'd ever be attracted to him at all. He's mm-hmm. not my type. And I'm not saying that he's ugly. I'm just saying he's not my type right. to someone else. My type to my best friend Tori, she literally thinks my type is ugly, and I don't. I think her type is ugly, but they're not okay. ugly people. It's just right. what you're attracted to. But he said, um, "I was like, what if the person is really nice and has a great personality, and you can totally get that they would vibe? But then there's this other person who's like way hotter." And he was like, "No, we'll definitely stick them on a date." He was like, "We will aim for personality first because he was like, personality shines true." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "See, that's great." And I was like, "This bitch didn't listen to the whole thing. She didn't fucking listen." She didn't listen. <laughs> Yeah, then she would have been fine. One thing she didn't like, and then she fucking turned it off. Maybe I don't know, but you know, she's still a Patreon, so I love you if she listens. Okay. <laughs> still, she's just not a ten dollar one anymore. She's five dollar. Oh wow! It was a five dollar demotion in the comment. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, ten dollars is a lot for a Patreon, so I get it. Yeah. That uh, there's so much to get into when it comes to relationships and especially sex. Uh, you got you got a good audience in uh, podcast listeners because they got time to listen <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah hopefully just keep keep by keep by so <laughs> it is there anything that you're looking forward to in terms of uh like shows coming up and stuff or are you just making your rounds just making my rounds um i'm looking forward to making it because i'm tired um so like right now it's just a little overworked for not enough income coming in because the thing is a little bit more shows the shows just don't pay a lot here and that's fine i'm just like you know you have to be like i'm lucky to be in new york um but then you're like paying on ubers to get to another show if you're doing a couple of shows a night and so yeah i'm just looking forward to I don't know making some sort of more of an income but that's sorry that's like a fairy tale what am I looking forward to in real life uh no no the shows are great everything's great this like the all the New York shows I liked your real there's response that, better there's that honestly. positivity <laughs> you pivot into positivity we heard, we heard you know, going uh, with this the window here so I had to bring myself back or jump out it's just the, the, re- the realisticness of it is it's a con like people will look at me and be like you're doing great 
and you're doing shows every night, you know, you're whatever. And it's like, yeah, and that's great. And I am lucky because there's another guy who's just as funny who's not getting that opportunity. Um, but but it doesn't pay. That's it. It doesn't pay. I literally feel like I'm just mentally or physically exhausted between trying to do the podcast that again podcasts are great you know you talk, but it also doesn't pay that great mm-hmm. then you got to do the patreon to get them to fucking pay you more mm-hmm. i do a couple of ads then the patreon and the patreon is an extra fucking podcast a week which is an extra work and then the shows every night and you get like 25 dollars, 50 dollars, or if you want to get good money you got a host and then it's like well that's two hours mm-hmm. i am very lucky but i'm just people no, we we appreciate it oh yeah and we just, know the artist grind believe it like we are yeah, big tired. fans of comedy we understand mm-hmm. exactly that you guys don't get paid for your shows which people mm-hmm. don't understand especially if they're outside of the comedy spectrum mm-hmm. yeah like, i get real i get like d- d- there is something i do get better about now i'm very lucky that i'm in at new york they've been very good to me they pay me spots and all that stuff um and in fairness to stand up new york this year as well they've been very good and they've made sure to get people all paid and all of that so there is there's not there is good comedy clubs it's just realistically what to make if to make a hundred dollars i'd have to do four spots a night um and you to do four spots you're you're physically not going to be able to get to them from the train so you're going to have to at some stage take an uber that's 30 dollars so you've already yeah um and that's and that's just the way it is um then you have other places that just give you guest spots and that can hurt me and my brain and my heart sometimes because I don't feel like I have an opportunity to not kill mm-hmm. uh, because I'm a woman and, uh, you know, and I'm still trying to like make sure I, I just don't understand that sometimes I can go to a show. I'll not be paid. I know that I've done great because people come up to me afterwards. I'm not fucking deluded. And you'll have some fo- other fucker who's a regular there. Bomb. And be paid. And I'm like, you give me you give me that money. That's my money. Motherfucker. Right. <laughs> Like yeah, yeah. insane. I would never. And I just don't think I think, OK, you could see someone and be like, OK, it's not their night. The audience isn't there, but there's no reason for that. And especially if this is like a full show, these people are paying and you could squish your new material in bits that, you know, work. But I've seen bomb for 15 minutes and then walk out with my money. And I'm like, you want to fucking. And then I got to go up and fix that, do well and not get paid. <laughs> Would you count that to like hierarchies like at individual like establishments or is it just like it's just different places? Like, cause like I said, New York's great. They've, they've always been good to me. So I can't like New York comedy club. Um, and this is just ones where I'll be just like getting opportunities. Some people have recommended me and be like, put her up there, but then they'll be like, yeah, we'll keep you on the rotation and they'll keep giving me guest spots or whatever. And I just got to fucking bite my tongue and do it. But um, usually it's there like, we're looking for women. Um, and that comment is very stressful because there's loads of fucking funny women. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm like, they're looking for women and you, you might have the two women on the show doing great. And then the other people you have on the show, not doing great. And again, this isn't, this is what I'm seeing. I said this to a guy friend and he was like, well, from my perspective, he was like the same women who are funny are booked on all of the shows or they are, they've, they quickly go on to a different level. And he was like, it is hard to, he was like, when I think, who am I going to book? I think you. And then he says, I could say it to you and you can say five women. And he's like, I just don't see them around. So it's not, I don't think it's, 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 there is another side to what I am saying. This is just from my perspective. But when I heard that other perspective, I was like, yeah, that is fair enough. Um, That I, yeah, I guess maybe, I don't know. Anyway, that's my event. I'm going to go kill myself. (laughs) <laughs> please we need you for another Too couple of minutes here um yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, so from his perspective he's saying just basically the women that are there 
he he doesn't know about and are getting the ones that he knows about are getting promoted too quickly. Yeah, they're already getting, which I don't think is true either. But he's saying like maybe he was like, like for me, he's like, how many shows are you doing a night? And I'm usually doing two or three, ideally, per, if if all goes well. And he's like, OK, so then if I want to go book you, you're already booked. But I, I don't know. The places I'm talking about are like well established places that could that I would give up. Like I, I wouldn't give up New York or stand up for that spot, but I'd give up like a bar show. Mm-hmm. So um. Yeah, I do think that if they put in a little more effort, just I've heard a f- few places be like, yeah, we're looking to get w- more women up here. And you're like, there's, you know, but there is funny women. Book them. That's it. You know, is, uh, it, do you and think then pay them. Is there a lot of <laughs> how like. Am I the only, how am I the only person on the lineup? I'm thinking of a very specific place mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say, but how am I the only person on the lineup who I know I did well, do well and then not get paid? And you're like, oh, I want women here. <laughs> It's like, well, they're not going to show up. They're not going to pay them, too. I mean, (laughs) just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared. Murderous Miners brings true tales of children who have killed premeditated murders. Accidental killings and deaths, from toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? What do we do with young killers? And do they kill again? until next time don't be scared here at american slacker we have proudly partnered with seat giant which is a website that allows you to get tickets to events for a fraction of the price of retail yeah easy to use easy to find seatgiant.com use the code slacker at checkout and uh, yeah, you'll save a little bit of your change. Local events, national uh, tours, they got everything. Make sure to go over to seatgiant.com, type in that code SLACKER and save yourself some money. Get that change back in your pocket. Is it? Do you see a lot of like women in the those roles to like fill the spots? Or is it a lot of guys being like, I don't know about girls? Like, <laughs> I, think, I think it's both. Um, and again... I'm happy to even get the chance to go up and do spots at the moment because it's like it's New York City, so you, like you feel guilty even complaining. But I do hope well, that it's you're also funny, so they should feel lucky to have you. Yeah, you know, and I'm not, and even listeners, you come to my fucking show. I'm not deluded. <laughs> you know, at some point you have to be also be like, I know my worth and I know my value and I know what I'm able to do. Um, 100%. um, and yeah, and I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that that changes or how that gets better. And there's a lot of my friends are women and they're hilarious and they they definitely should be up more in other places. But that's why I do love New York Comedy Club. I think they invest a lot in women, but the the booker's a woman, so. Okay, I, that's yeah. what I was wondering if if that had like a factor in it because sometimes I feel like it's easy for guys in those positions to just be like. I'd love to, but what what the fuck am I gonna do? I don't, I only know dudes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And look, you know, yeah, it's just it's like I don't know. Do your job a little better. <laughs> like, 
yeah. And I think I think it is interesting because people like men now will be like, and I love men, you're great. <laughs> um, don't murder me. Um, but will be like, especially male comics, they'll be like, Oh, I'm not getting this because I'm a I'm a white man or because I'm a man and that's not what they want. And it's like I do like I said, I do two or three shows ideally, hopefully now it doesn't all fall apart next week. Um that every single show I'm either the only one I'm the only woman or there's not a lot of minorities on it. So I don't believe that. And I'm seeing that consistently. Um now maybe there's other shows that they're talking about, maybe in Brooklyn or something, but um I I think a lot of the shows I do, there is four or five white men on it and they are getting opportunities. So I'm like, what? And I think I when I book my show, I make sure that it's as diverse as possible. And it's not saying that I'm not I'm still booking the funniest people. Yeah. Like it's they're still hilarious. And as an audience, the audience should be able to see themselves represented in the in the acts. It's fucking eight acts. You're gonna throw up five white men. Mm-hmm. And then if men get annoyed, you should show the funniest. And it's like, yeah, but you're not. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, I'm sorry, you're still not the funniest. Um, you know, so and there's no way that the five white men are the consistently funniest New York comedians. That's right. not possible. If I were like, you should only put up women, we wouldn't be the five funniest women in the whole we wouldn't be the five funniest people in the whole. So yeah. Anyway, I think a diverse lineup and more women and men are like I got shit on TikTok all the time. Like, women not funny. I'm like, shut up. That was years ago. Come on. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's just like this dying method, like these old like fucking club owners are just sticking to what they like book, you know, it's just a weird thing you see across the board. Yeah. And, you know, again, maybe uh, there's another perspective and they're like, no, that's wrong. And I'm just seeing what I'm seeing. And like I have said, New York and stand up have been great. Um, And I'm, you know, when I get into other clubs, maybe I'll be like, oh, no, it's great. It's great. So I am only taking it from my very small you're very, you're very forgiving of uh of bullshit arguments yeah <laughs> i get attacked so much on tiktok i'm like i can't deal with it anymore <laughs> oh, that's a problem Wait, I've, I've stayed away from tiktok yeah oh my god they're literally insane i do savages i get paid a little bit for it so cool. i was oh, getting okay. paid for it and then i continued on with the program and now they just send presents and i love presents oh, so yeah. i have to do educational tiktoks but i was doing sex ed but my sister was getting bullied over my content and because it's tiktok i was like you know what i can keep that for instagram it's really not worth i just don't feel good doing it still so i started doing irish history and trying to make it funny cool. but someone asked me they're like is the black and tans drink and an irish car bomb drink offensive and i just said yeah of course it's offensive but it's like more offensive because it tastes like shit and <laughs> all of these people are messaging being like oh, fucking paddy getting offended now we know the world's gone to shit and like shut up you mick how dare you get offended about that and i'm like i didn't say i was personally offended you're the one getting offended <laughs> jeez this, man this makes no sense I just said yeah. it is it, it is technically offensive, of course. The Black and Tans murdered and raped everybody and the car bombs. It's like a huge controversial thing. In the North right now, there's stuff going on. So yeah, of course, if you go to Ireland to go, can I have a car bomb? You're not going to get served nicely. But I'm not saying I'm offended. I'm, right. But like, it's just, cr- they hear what they want to hear. It's, uh, the more you try and reason with the internet, oh, yeah. the more fucking yeah. I just think logical that. it becomes. Um, and I just want my I, I never, so you know, I never them. thought of that though about the Irish. Uh, <laughs> you just won't press. It. Um, look, this, is, this is one of the things. Again. There you go. <laughs> I have a, oh, look, I have a sweater. Oh, what? Very nice. Yeah. 
<laughs> free shit. Can't can't complain oh, about shit. that. Um, what's the uh, the status of cannabis over in Ireland? I I've, I'm interested to know because I have no we, idea. We we cover a lot of like uh, weed, you know, stuff on on our regular shows, like here in the states. Um, Are you weed heads? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're big yeah, we're stoners, <laughs> but yeah. we're productive. So we tr- yeah. we try and shake the uh, the stereotype. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like I grew up with a stereotype that people who smoke weed are lazy mm-hmm. and unproductive and blah blah blah. But um, you know, I moved to America and I'm the only person I know that doesn't smoke weed. Mm-hmm. So and I, all my friends are great. Like some of them I've seen it definitely affect them negatively in regards oh, yeah. to they do it before stage and then they're just shit on stage and laughing at themselves. And I'm like, well most people are fine that's the majority i'm thinking of a small handful of people that i've been like oh that does not benefit you but anybody i've met over here so in ireland i think it's changing too because i think they were trying to okay. get illegal but i really don't know i don't really keep up with much of the news back home okay. interesting because yeah i knew it wasn't like a legal uh like a place where it was legal to smoke but um yeah. I'm, I'm always interested to know when people are you know in other parts of the world what what the laws are kind of looking like just because it it varies so much Mm -hmm. it's not as chill as here i think they were trying to make it legal if you were sick like um so i know my grand my grandmother has parkinson's so she was like oh i think i'm gonna get weed but i don't know if that ever came into anything well if you know she starts breaking out the (laughs) cheese it's and shit that like grandma's toking it up (laughs) (laughs) i don't like weed at all no yeah, it's not for everybody. Bad a lot experience of with it, or yeah, I, sm- well, I smoked it once in Ireland, um, uh-huh. and I went like green, I think they say, but I was like also hammered, drunk, um, mm. and uh, so I, and that was when I was seventeen, and then the only other time I did it was in Amsterdam with an ex-boyfriend, but it really got me in my head, and it made me realize that I don't like him, and then I was like stuck for five days with him, just looking at him being like, oh my God, I hate it. I felt so, I felt like, I also probably have ADD, um, which mm. is fine. I'm happy with the way I don't want to be medicated, but my brain is on fire all the time. I'm thinking of like a million things. And so that didn't, it just made it all more intense. It didn't chill me out at all. It was like, oh, it was yeah. horrible. I hated it. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't yeah. want to smoke it if it felt like that <laughs> yeah it can either. easily induce anxiety for things like that and yeah. I can, so this is honestly that's no offense it's like the worst story i've ever heard about it so that like freaks me out it's like holy shit being like focused on one thing and then being stuck five days that's like activating nightmares for me like i'm being stuck with people like that I like. Yeah. yeah well i i have like um i probably have like small issues <laughs> but like i mean my my i have like anxiety and could couldn't tend to overthink and the older i get the better i'm able to go shut the fuck up you know yeah. like that's mm-hmm. ridiculous don't be worried about that don't be overthinking and yeah. i have like little systems i do to stop me so if your if your brain is like that so my i need that voice going chill that's ridiculous don't think about mm-hmm. that again that just stopped that voice because it just yeah. it relaxed me as well i don't want to be relaxed because then that voice is, is being relaxed and that voice is gone chilling in the corner and these other voices <laughs> are going oh the world's on fire <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I need I need yeah. to be relatively yeah like I can drink loads when I drink it's great I have the best crack ever but um but I've been drinking since I was like twelve so <laughs> yeah what's yeah. your drink of choice whiskey yeah oh no fucking around okay I yeah like or it. red wine I love Pinot Noir oh red wine's great mm. there you go it's yeah. like a glass of butter melted butter yeah right 
pair it with a nice meal. Oh my god! See, it's yeah, spoiled. I'm spoiled out here in wine country, but I'm I'm more of like a beer guy myself. So yeah, I, oh, I had done craft beer bar. Nice. Yeah. What uh, mind dropping the name or? Sure, it's Ale Life in Sunnyside. If any is want to murder me, you can come Friday mornings or Sunday mornings. <laughs> I did have a stalker once, so. Um, okay, so this before. isn't all out of nowhere. You have some basics. Okay, this is where the, this fear comes from. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, for, yeah for I had to go to the police and stuff, and I'd be oh, very, shit. like, the type, like, Irish people, it'd be very, like, ah, it'd be grand. You could break your arm, and it'd be a day before you go to hospital, because my, my friend, she actually broke her ankle, and she was like, it's grand. And then, like, <laughs> two days later, she was like, I still can't walk on it. And then she went to the hospital, and she'd have broken her ankle. Jeez. So, but that's very the Irish mentality. It's like I don't want to be, I don't want to be a fuss. I don't want to be worried about things. Mm. So with the stalker guy, I was just like, oh, he'll probably go away. And then I was like, do you know what? Actually, that's a very uh, attitude that you end up murdered. So I was like, I'll go to the police. And I was very much like, I don't know, I don't want to make a big deal. And then they read through everything. They're like, nah, it's mental. Yeah. Um, so they dealt with it. In fairness, they were great. And yeah. I know that not a lot of people right now have positive things to say like a lot of my girlfriends who have gone to the police over stuff like that have always been like oh nothing ha- they didn't help but they were the guy I got he was like he called me and he was like fucking sick of these fucking assholes just because <laughs> you're a woman on the internet where they think that you're their girlfriend I'm sick of these pr- and now you're afraid to go out and he was like I got that and I'm like yeah nice yeah, you know. <laughs> that's how it should be that's yeah, a, I mean that's yeah. honestly yeah that's what everyone wants yeah, this guy, this this uh, police guy was definitely pro women. I'd say he must have like a bunch of sisters or something because he was like, yeah. "I got you, okay." <laughs> Thanks. It definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was I was raised in a house with my mom, and my two sisters, so I mean, mm-hmm. having having that perspective, it's a lot easier to be like, "Yeah, let's not, it's not." They're equal, misogynist, yeah. you know? Yeah, like <laughs> it's not so crazy to think that like a lady's in charge. Yeah. It's it's scary the amount of stories like of girls that have that that like there's been a guy that won't fucking just accept no or leave them alone and like it's like that's just like so foreign to guys like we don't fucking have that at all and then on top of that you could be killed by any like man you know yeah I think like the highest fucking crazy I think the highest rate of women getting killed is by a partner or like yeah but it is it's and it's not just I didn't have that I had another guy also as well like. I've I've dated a bit crazier guys, so um, uh, I probably shouldn't have dated them as long. I probably wouldn't have went as crazy. But yeah, I've had I've had a few guys I've had to block or just. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, but the older I get, the more I'm like, okay, cut it out if it seems a bit loopy. And there was this uh, there was this guy recently enough, um, and I was like, I after a second date, I was like, no, do you know what? I don't want to. Um, I don't want to pursue this. And then he kept like texting, and he he couldn't understand because I I had sex with him on the second date which I usually don't but he couldn't understand that I would have sex with him and not want to see him again mm. and then he like texting being like I'm just gonna come to this show and he'd never been to comedy shows before and it's like oh, oh it's so easy to not be able to get rid of them and I just blocked him on everything and the show that he was going to that night it's not actually um it wasn't even it was it wasn't on that night but it was just like it's like it, that is mental that he thinks yeah. that, that that is okay um and he was like nearly demanding answers from me like he left a voicemail and and this is like a person who has kids has a good job but his ego couldn't take that i was just like no thank you i'm not interested yeah. um and then yeah and then trying to turn up to shows and stuff and then i had another guy I went on four dates with and he we ended it was very nice we never slept together and I specifically told him, he was like, can I come to a show? And I said, no, because it was while we were dating. I said, no, because I said that last thing. I was like, no, this guy could just turn up to my shows. So I keep the comedy very separate. And then a month after we stopped dating, I get this text message and he's 
basically got himself involved in my comedy career. He was like talking to a booker being like, oh, you should book Katie and stuff like that. And I was like, if I wanted that, I would ask any of my friends who are regular my ex-boyfriend works at that specific club i was like i'd ask my ex-boyfriend who i'm friends with who is normal like i've never i get my own opportunities don't and then i was just very like oh this is this made me really uncomfortable please don't do that and then he got really mad at me he was like wow katie i just i think you're a competent comedian even though i never saw my comedy by the way um and i'm i'm this is how business works and i was just trying to help but don't worry i'll tell her not to if that's what you want and i was like no i just don't want you to say anything i don't want you to like i've worked really hard for this <laughs> fuck off yeah. and he's like you don't he was like you don't owe me anything i just did it for the pleasure to make you happy and i'm like what is going on? i literally i didn't even sleep with this guy oh and he God. still thinks that that's isn't that crazy people go wild and like the thing is if if you want to let's say if he was hanging out with that person that booker who was lovely mm-hmm. and in and in the way it did turn out it was just he dropped my name and she was like oh my god yeah we should i forgot about her we should get her up so and it was, you know and that's totally fine that's how it should have been sent to me or never it should never been told because like i recommend people for things all the time i don't go brandon did you get that show okay come over here and lick my vagina like and that's what it is that's if you really just were like and you have no power you're just a random person um just but the way he was like and he was telling me the spot pay and everything like he was a manager i was like the it was literally mental jeez well it's plenty of material i'd imagine all these (laughs) all these horrible experiences with these single benefit Uh, i've just stopped talking about it because the guy i'm seeing now his friend his best friend knows me and i was like oh what did he say and i thought he'd say something like oh she's cute or you know i just wanted like a little ego rub like oh kitty's nice you know and he was like oh he said he's happy for you and i was like why and he was like oh because you just date so many assholes and like i'm nice i gotta start talking about elephants in my comedy because i didn't realize i was really projecting that i just date knob ends which i do but well you wouldn't talk about the good ones they're not funny enough well yeah, yeah i have a couple of really nice exes but they don't even know material and i'm friendly with them i even have an ex and he's a dj which is like a fucking nightmare but and i say shitty stuff about him but like he was like laughing afterwards being like oh i can't believe i said that Katie. i go that was that was an asshole move so like he's like very like no you're right that's so fun and i was even like are you okay with the joke and he was like no he was like i should have never said that that was a dickhead <laughs> And like, so it's like, I do have things where it seems like I don't like the person, but no, they know. And they're like, yeah, they're like, you know, they're cool with it. Um, but also, I guess, because he's like a DJ, he's like, gets it. Yeah. The art. So the performative nature different. of it all. Well, yeah. I, I think we're, me and Matt are both looking forward to uh, everything that you're doing in the future here. And uh, why don't you tell our audience uh, where they can find you? Great. You know, At Katie Boyle Comic perfect nice and clean and that's on like youtube instagram tiktok everything yeah yeah i need to do youtube but yeah everything else tiktok twitter instagram instagram's my baby and nice. and the shift is a podcast fantastic you, you definitely have a youtube though right i was subscribed i subscribed to, to something sure that too. had your name on yeah it. yeah 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 <laughs> i just need to i'm like for months i've been like i want to post episodes of the shift but i just i did yeah. like a a once-off podcast thing where I did like eight episodes and that's all up there. Um, but I need to put up episodes of the shift right now. I just put them on my Patreon because it's just a lot of work. Yeah. Oh yeah, we know. Definitely on the grind. Yeah. Top of you're out there every night trying yeah. to do the grind. So yeah. yeah and you guys put this on YouTube. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Sorry, yeah. I look at shit. People like it. I didn't share. Oh, it. You look. 
better than most of the guys we have on here that are just hanging out and putting all the, the phone swamp in their creatures eye and, we have on. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's not a compliment. We got a lot of swamp. We got a lot of swamp creatures. So <laughs> you look better than these monsters. You're, you're you're in the top. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, th- thank you again, Katie. We appreciate yeah, you coming. Yeah, thank up. you so much. Okay, great. I'm gonna go shower. Sweat. <laughs> What? Okay. <laughs> Real Bye. quick before we get out of here, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. MWG Media on Instagram, Maddie G from HP on Xbox Live. And I'm at Landers the Plane on everything. All right. Until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We're passing America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm psyching America. America. We're talking America. America. We're blazing America. 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 We're second America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.